Hey everybody, welcome to Making Sense of It All with Jesse Stakes. Several of my guests throughout this year have talked about the many functions of what has become the umbrella of HR services in today's business world. By HR, I mean human resources. We've talked about employment law, we've talked about technology, health insurance and benefits, the pandemic and the effect that it's had on the U.S. workforce and how they view their job, and so many more things that I'm sure that I'm failing to mention right now. Well, my guest this week has to deal with all of those issues on a daily basis as she is the founder and CEO of Conceptual HR Solutions, Shana Ryan. Shana and her team provide fractional human resource services for companies that either need additional support for their current HR department, all the way through being a completely outsourced HR department for the right client. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Shana Ryan. Let's jump into it. Today, my guest is Shana Ryan. She is the CEO and founder of Conceptual HR. Shana, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. So Shana, tell me about Conceptual HR. What do you guys do? So we serve as a fractional outsourced HR department for small businesses. We have recently changed our scope from 45 employees to 99 employees or less. So we help companies who are either starting out, who are pretty established, but don't have a true HR department and don't have the amount of HR work to actually hire someone full time, but they need help in that arena. Very good. So before we jump into everything that you just said, tell me a little bit about yourself. What made you start your company? How did you get here? So I started in HR before I even knew what HR was. I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. So after high school, I started working for a small business. It was actually a liquor store and he, it was passive liquors. I grew up in the panhandle. So he had at the time 12 liquor stores, a nightclub and several bars. And I worked in the office and I did accounting and the bookkeeping and helped create the handbook worked with payroll, interviews, just all the small business things. And I really gravitated toward working with employees and didn't realize at the time that it was HR. So fast forward, I got my bachelor's in supervision and management. I've worked in just doing payroll. I've worked in staffing and worked where, so Leslie Willis, who is the senior vice president, she and I started with a pharmacy. And we had 25 employees and grew it to over 700 in less than two years. So it was quite drinking from the fire hose. Um, After that position, I stayed home with my little ones for a little while and then decided I wanted to get back into the workforce, but I didn't want to go get any type of managerial or director HR role for a company because they can be extremely demanding. So instead I decided to, start my own business and jokes on me because this is also extremely demanding, but in a different fun way of building the business. So we started in 2017 and we're still going strong, still growing. Congratulations to you. I think that's tremendous. So 
you said it. One of the first things that you said was you're offering fractional services. So, so for the, for the listener who doesn't really understand what that is, or who thinks they do, but they, you know, they really don't tell us what that means. What is, what, you know, let's break that down a little bit. Sure. So we have some different options. We provide completely outsourced HR where it's an unlimited capacity. And it, the pricing is based on how many employees you have, because more people, more problems, right? Okay. So it doesn't matter how many times you email, call, anything like that. We a different a big differentiator with us too is we create all the documents. We don't throw a template at you and you fill in the blanks. We don't send you to a software where you have to create it yourself. We write it for you. We go through it with you. We make sure in three to five years where your business is going, there's going to be minimal changes. There's probably still going to be some changes to the handbook, but they'll be minimal. So we really do all the things just as if you had an internal HR person to say, we need a new handbook. We need a new policy for this. We need insurance. While we're not brokers, we know brokers. Anything that you would delegate to an internal HR person, you would delegate. To our HR experts. Okay, so completely, I mean, essentially, you are their HR department at that point Precisely. in time. Yes, and for our outsource, employees can also reach out to us. So we like to set up an HR at ABC company domain, our client company, so they can email HR directly. So we truly partner with clients. We've had clients, you know, since we started in 2017. So for several years, we're, we're now a part of their company. We also offer what's enhanced HR. So that is the six months where we work with the clients and they maybe they have this long list of things that needs to be done, but they don't really, they haven't created it. They don't truly really have an onboarding process. They know they need to do it, but they just haven't had the chance to get it done because it's such a dramatic shift to what they do on the regular. So mm-hmm. we come in for six months, we clean it all up, we do an audit, we create all the things and then hand it back to them for them to run on their own. And we're still there in the shadows at a much you know lower rate. And again, all our rates are based on employee count. So effectively operating as a consultant at that point, you yeah. can be, you can essentially be, like you said, an outsourced solution for the company, or you can consult and kind of give them, give them the tools, give them that, that outline, if if you will, as far as what they need to be successful on their own. Exactly. Very cool. So life has changed a lot in the last several years. And I feel like I have this conversation quite often in multiple industries, but, but we really did. We had a, we had an event with, with the pandemic that Mm -hmm. truly changed the way that everything is working in this country from an HR perspective. I got to imagine that that's probably tenfold because you're dealing with everybody's changes. And then you're also dealing with all the legal changes when it comes to employment. Yeah. The pandemic was pricky because we were learning right alongside of our clients and trying to do the best that we could. It really affected the clients that couldn't go remote, Mm -hmm. all the testing, the, just all the requirements, trying to six feet apart and trying to develop policies that worked for the employees, worked for getting business done, wasn't too cumbersome, following CDC guidelines that were, you know, changing, I felt daily Right. So 
it was tricky. It really brought HR to life, I think, of, wow, this is important. And HR is typically a very reactive part of the business. So I hear several, I hear often, oh, I've only got five employees. I don't need HR. Well, that's false. Um, Because it's not a problem until it's a problem. And then when it's a problem, it's a big problem. But it's generally been building. So our goal when we partner with companies is to come in and see that it's, all right, right, we've got a problem here. Let's deal with it rather than letting it snowball and get to a point where it could potentially cost the client a lot of money and and litigation and fees and time. Right. So you're not, you're not talking about, you're not talking about Johnny's unhappy. You're talking about Johnny's filed a lawsuit against your company. And now you have thousands, if not millions of dollars at risk. Right. And anybody can go online and make a claim with the EEOC. I always tell clients, you never know who someone's uncle or aunt is. And if they're an employment law attorney and you have wronged a family member, they're going to come at you, you know, very strongly. So, oh, and I feel like our our society has become incredibly litigious. So it's 100%. people it, people look at it almost like an opportunity now, rather than as rather than as a last resort to make sure that a problem is taken care of. People look at filing a lawsuit in today's world as an opportunity to make money. Yes, they do. So there's that side of things, but on the employee side of things too, when working with small businesses. And I'm one of them too. I'm a small business owner and I'm quite the squirrel and I will talk about, and it may not come to fruition, but it's something that maybe has entered my brain. You, we need people around that are very like, no, this is how we do it. This is what the SOP says, or I'm going to develop the SOP and this is how things run, right? So you take and you combine those two things without any HR, you run the risk of losing good people too, because if they don't know what to expect within their job, sure. then they will want to go to somewhere that maybe has more stability and more communication and has better processes and things of that nature. So has a true job description and isn't just being thrown everything, you know, it's yeah. very important. I think it's a challenge a lot of the times for someone who is entrepreneurial or who's someone who has started their own business because people who are a professional employee or people who don't want to do all of the things that they have done, they don't necessarily have the same mindset. They don't, they they are looking for structure. They're looking for, you know, give me what I need to do during my day and let me know what time it, what time I can expect to go home or I can, I can expect to log off. And that's what Mm -hmm. I'm going to do every single day. Because they work, they work to live, they don't live to work. And it starts with the onboarding and how you present yourself as the company on the onboarding process. So we have a great onboarding process that we set up for our clients and ensure that those needs are met. So let's talk about that a little bit, because I think technology has come a long way, especially for small business, because there's a lot of tools that were pretty much reserved for large businesses or people who had a large spend on technology that now small businesses have access to a lot of really user-friendly tools that they didn't before. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Sure. Yeah, we really like any type of electronic signature. I cringe when employers will have their future employees 
send them an email with PDFs, expect them to print them off and bring them in on the first day. <laughs> That's not setting them up for success at all. So, or even just when they come in and they're presented with a folder and here, sign all these things. I will say specific things that they want attention really paid to should be, you know, it can be printed and, and have them do a wet signature, but I would not make that for every single thing. Sure. So paper employee files, it's much easier to have everything electronic with backups because you really should keep them in employee files to be kept in a fireproof safe. So if you don't have that capability, then it needs to be kept online in the secure environment, obviously with backups, but using that all the abilities that we have and all the technology and the tools that are available to streamline that onboarding process is incredibly important. And then not to mention like employees to be paid for their onboarding. So if you're cutting that time down, you're not paying an employee so much to fill out some paperwork. It's going to take a lot longer to handwrite everything in than it will type everything in. So you're Very saving cool. time and money, which is the slogan of our company to small business owners time and money benefits have you know they're always one of the most expensive things that people have to worry about as far as the cost of insurance the cost of other you know other other things that they're also dealing with that we consider benefits nowadays mm-hmm. do you feel like that that selection or that those options for small businesses has been improved because of technology i i guess it depends on what benefits we're truly referring to so health insurance, medical, or health insurance, dental, vision, supplemental, all that. The marketplace is available. So it really, we work with fantastic brokers that will truly evaluate and say, it's probably better to leave your employees where they are and not do a group policy because Mm -hmm. they can potentially lose out on benefits that are available to them. So Definitely with any retirement benefit, technology has helped a lot because, again, it goes back to filling all those applications out and you can see what's going on in your portfolio immediately just by logging in. Um, but I think there's there's other benefits you can put in place. PTOs do, right, holiday policies. And a lot of small companies don't think about that. And they'll just be like, oh, I'll pay you for Christmas this year. And then next year they're working forces doubled and maybe they don't want to pay for Black Friday that year, but there's no policy written and that leaves room for potential, you know, compliance issues. So, but going back to the technology, when they can see how many days they have or they can see easily what's available to them, absolutely. It's very helpful. I feel like that there's not a sacrifice that has to be made in today's world that used to be used to be made where people used to go to work at a large company or they used to go to work uh, for somebody who did spend a lot of money on technology. And so they got access to those things, you know, to your point with 401k, they got access to be able to manage or look at their 401k. They didn't have to wait for a monthly statement, you know, all, all sorts of things like that, that nowadays, those things that cost so much are now readily available they have, you know, it's essentially there's there's almost open access to a lot of these things. And I think it's excellent. I think it I think it probably lends to anybody's, you know, anybody in today's world can expect to have these things rather than them being a nice to have. They're almost become a must ha- must have. They're they're pretty common. And if you are going into business and 
or you are in business and not providing these types of tools and technology to your employees, then you're definitely being left behind. No doubt. Well, I got to, you know, I think one of the huge benefits that your customers get are you and your staff. The competitive landscape in HR, as far as outsourcing HR, has be, you know it's there. There are a lot of players in it, but most of them anymore they're large businesses, and it's kind of a faceless, nameless entity that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is you log in and you use the software to do what you need. But I kind of equate it as driving a stick step. You can get in the, you can have the keys and you can get in the car, but if you don't know to press the clutch and put it in first and how to let the clutch and press the accelerator, it does you no good, right? You're going to stall a lot. You're going to have some issues and it's going to take a lot of time. So it, it, that's great. You know, here's the keys, but can you actually use it? So a lot of small businesses will get into that and whether it's owners, whether it's office managers, and they don't have an HR background, so then they're you, you've got the analysis by or paralysis by analysis, and they have no idea which one to do. So then they're just like, "I'll deal with this later. I'm not worried about it." And then weeks go by, months go by, potential years go by, and they still have a handbook that has you know insert company name here. So. <laughs> So well, that's where we come in and we just do it for them. Like, we're just going to do this for you. We've, we're very experienced in this. Let's talk about your business. Let's, we want to learn about your business so we can build it for you that fits your needs in your business and the challenges that you're facing and what you want to do for your employees. No doubt. Well, and just because I own a hammer, own a hammer doesn't mean that I can build a house. It's Precisely. It's one thing to have the tool. It's another one to know how to utilize it. 100%. So what do you see coming down the road as far as in the next, you know, in the next three to five years? I mean, as everything is rapidly changing, what do you think are the most important things that people need to know moving into the into the near future? I think employees, especially with this upcoming generation, we're a fully remote and remote company. Conceptual is we were this way before remote was cool. Um, I never wanted an office space. I thought it was a waste of time or money with what we with what we do because we go to our clients, right? So I think a lot of companies are demanding their employees to come back because they have this expensive office place they can't get out of their lease. So they want people there. I think I think companies need to focus more on how to do remote work, whether it's a hybrid type of situation and be more methodical and strategic on their planning. It takes a lot of work from ownership, I will say, and it's a different type of work than what they're used to doing. But I think having a well-defined plan for employees and for spending their time together to get the best use of their time is very valuable. And I think I think companies are losing out on good employees because they want the employees are, are wanting more time and they'll take a lower paying job because they want their time and time is something that money can't buy and the generally speaking you know we've we've realized that and that's something that the pandemic brought about so down from a employer standpoint i feel like you have to have accountability on your employees because you're paying them to do a job but you also have to allow them to have freedom it's a it's a tremendous tightrope act that i don't know that many people have figured out yet. 
yeah, I mean, it, you're right. It is a tightrope act. And there are some businesses that you just can't work remote. Like when people and customers come on site, you can't work remote. So trying to, and working with their employees, having the discussions of, hey, what, what would you guys like to see? If we can meet these goals and have everybody together and on board, like if we can meet these goals, what would you like to see? What type mm-hmm. of benefits would you like to see? And really including employees. I think the employers dictating so much how they have in the past, well, is shifting. No doubt. No doubt. Well, you know, kind of moving back towards your company and Conceptual HR, do you guys have some preferred types of businesses that you like to work with? Or do you guys, you know, are you guys equal opportunity for all sorts of businesses to bring on your services? So we, the one industry we do not work with is restaurants. So in addition to my HR experience, I also worked in the restaurant industry for a long time. Leslie and her husband actually own a restaurant as well. So we have enough of our HR drama (laughs) with Cousin Willie's restaurant. Um, So we don't do restaurants. And we don't, it it would depend on a construction. So trades we would do, you know, plumbers, electricians, AC, that type of stuff. But general contractors can be a little tricky. So it would just really depend on... um, their nature of the business and having the discussions to make sure it's a good fit. So we do a lot of technology. We do medical. Um, we do other service-based industries. So marketing, legal, CPAs, a lot of B2B. And if people are interested in your services, as far as if they, if they don't know if it's a good fit, do you guys do consultations with folks? Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Very good. There's an for our consultation. I'll talk to anybody. So we just want to help. And if, you know, honestly, if we're not the best fit, we've really prided ourselves in meeting other business oriented services. So I guarantee, you know, there's like a 99.9% chance that I have someone in my network that I can connect with to get the problem solved. So Very whether good. it's so- with us or with someone else. If they have an issue, you're going to, you're going to give them a solution regardless, whether it's you or somebody else that you know. And yes, in relation to the business operation. Very good. Yeah. I had to, I have to tell you when you, when you said that you had worked in HR starting in a bar and restaurants, I was, <laughs> I didn't say it, but I was like, God, I'm like, I was like, that's like throwing yourself right in the fire to start with. <laughs> <laughs> if people want to learn more about you and your company, where's, where's the best place for them to get a hold of you? Our website, conceptualhr.com. Very good. So it's got the list of all the services, and then you can request a consultation through that as well. Excellent. Shane, I want to thank you very much for your time. Thanks for joining me. And uh, in the future, I'm sure that there's going to be changes. There's going to be laws that come come around. So I'd love the, the right to recall you as a witness when that happens. And sure, absolutely. Explain, explain them to my audience. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. That was a really great conversation. I think it's pretty easy to see how many tasks and responsibilities that are being piled onto the HR department in today's business environment. It never hurts to have a third party like Conceptual HR Solutions lend a helping hand in the area that demands so much attention these days. Shana Ryan, thanks for joining the show this week. I'm Jesse Stakes, and I'll catch you guys next time.